weird. What about it? Hey, it's the uh, it's the coronavirus edition of Weird. It's the coronavirus edition. <laughs> Corona surprise. This is the first time recording where we are actually in separate locations. We are, and I can't hear anything in my ears, so I'm just hoping everything sounds okay. Well, you obviously you, you can hear me. I can hear you. I just cannot hear myself in Obviously. my in the, I can't hear myself in the cans, as they say. Well, that's a blessing. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear anything. It's been a while, man. Yeah, yeah, not uh, long enough. the 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 closest we've had to putting any information out was uh, Mark Patch's awesome little video he made. Yeah, yeah. You happy you get to see me now? Yes, I got to be able to see. You. Gonna, so, can you believe it's snowing on this side of town? <laughs> And we're we're just a few miles apart, and look at the green trees behind me. I know it's crazy. It's amazing. I got one of the one of those Zoom backgrounds. Can we say Zoom, even though they don't actually pay for anything? They are not like um, what is it? They're not really uh, what's the word? Sponsors. They're not sponsors no, they're not. at all. No. What happened? So are you okay? I mean, I'm fine. Everybody. Everybody ha- healthy in your neck of the woods? Uh, so far. So far. What about E? I don't know. Who's that? E? Uh, he is um, He's working at the Walmarts right now. Isn't that something? Yeah, because his, his job that he had, he lost. Uh, they closed for a couple of weeks. And they're not open again yet. So he's doing that. At, quit looking up at me. What are you doing? I'm, look, I'm you looking, looking at Lori. At Lori. At Lori. Yeah. What's fu- What's funny is when you look up like that, it looks like you're gl- you're gazing up at my picture. Because <laughs> my picture's up in that corner. Yeah. <laughs> Lovingly. What does Lori want anyway? Oh, Lori, what do you want? Craig's asking. She's actually recording us on the. Uh... <laughs> she actually needs to go in the other room and text you right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a monitor here in the house, so she can't hear what you're saying. Tell her she needs to go text you from the other I'm room. I'm not. I'm not. She will. And then under 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 the guys that she has no idea that you're recording right now. <laughs> he said you need to go in the other room and text me as if you had no idea we were recording right now. That was. I told you she's going to do it. Which is what ha- which is what happens every time we record. Happens every time. Are, every time. Well, uh, it's insane. So so we're actually so we're actually uh, two different locations. One show. Actually, if this comes out sounding like the test that we did sounded i we could have probably not even told you we were in separate locations it sounded so absolutely good. and who needs leeberry anymore i mean they've gotten so snobby <laughs> you know, with us anyhow you know what i'm i'm so over them leeberry over them over them over them once we lost uh front drama may she rest yeah. in peace it's like the whole yeah. studio just went down it it's just uh, the, we built them up in our minds and we we had such we held them as such value, and yeah. yes. they just they got comfortable. Well, we put them on the map. They they were on the map years and years ago, and then because we come remember, around. You worked because you worked because you worked at the map company, and you actually put them on. <laughs> I put them right there on the map. You put them on the map because yeah, they weren't there. Like that. That's hilarious. Anyway, yeah, um, 
the world has changed so much since we last uh, since we last recorded. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go to a movie. You can't go out to a restaurant. Nope. You can't, you can't cough on anyone anymore. You can't meet you your can't buddy. Sneeze at, on anybody. You can't meet your friends at the studio to record a podcast. And, nope. uh, and it's been, it's been a few weeks since we put anything out, but we have been trying because Craig is a stickler for, uh, quality if, for me. I'm like, well, let's just pick up the phone, call each other. We'll record it. And Craig's like, no, no, I'm like, we, 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 given that we're such an unknown podcast, and by that I mean one person listens, uh, I, I think we're up to sure three. One, okay, that, I want to make sure those three people actually had the quality that they deserve. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mark listens. I know Mark listens. Well, he's got to. He's our band leader. Mark listens for sure. It's in his. So we, we've got limited time on this podcast because apparently Zoom only gives us a certain amount of time. Yeah. And since we're recording on Zoom, the, the, each episode will be a maximum now of uh, 40 minutes, I believe, is what they And that's with our banter. That's with our banter. Yeah. You know what's so funny is Zoom just came out of obscurity. I mean, before, oh, before yeah. the quarantine, everybody used WebEx, and now all of a sudden, Zoom, 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 Zoom. That's all you hear anymore. That's right. I've never used WebEx. I had used... Well, I used WebEx at work mainly, and then I'd used it Zoom with one particular company. I always thought Zoom was better than WebEx. It's pretty and good. Then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, Zoom's just everywhere. Come on in, Zoom. Come on in, Zoom. Come on in, Zoom. Pretty, cr- pretty crazy. But let's get to that top story. Oh, are you ready? Oh, wait, we didn't say, wait, 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 wait. We didn't say, I'm Aaron. I'm Craig. This oh. is the podcast that gives you all the news you can use. Aaron. I'm Aaron. Hey. I, I'm, I'm Craig. And now I'm going to push this button. I a woman. I am. I'm out of practice. You're a woman. What? I just said. I just said. I'm a woman. Iowa, <laughs> I I O W A Iowa woman drove to police station, asked officers to test her methamphetamine for coronavirus. Oh, that's not that's well, not. She, she's just she's just playing safe. She wants to remain safe. Now we had a story, I think, on our our last episode at Leeberry, where some police department offered free testing for drugs to see if it had. Yes, corona. yes, that was very very kind of them. Yes, very I wonder. If it, it wasn't Iowa, was it? Because that that'd be great if this actually worked. I don't know, but uh, Sean Salmon, or is it Salmon? I don't know. It's a name. It's what? It's a name, so it could be either. It could be either. Sean Salmon, a 53-year-old woman in Sioux City, Iowa, has been charged with the unlawful possession of a controlled substance after she allegedly drove to the Sioux City Police Department on Sunday afternoon and asked the police to examine a bag of methamphetamines for coronavirus. (laughs) On April 5th, which may or may not have been my 28th wedding anniversary, at 1.03 p.m. Happy anniversary, baby. Uh, okay. th- thank you. I wasn't fishing fishing for that. But I got you on my mind. Salmon. We are talking about salmon here. Happy anniversary, uh, Craigster. I got you on my mind. Salmon drove her. How does salmon drive? They have little, they'll use their fins? <laughs> yeah, they use their little dorsal fins. Oh, wait. Drove no, that's sharks. That's a shark. Yeah. Drove her 2016 gray Chevy Silverado truck to the police station and showed signs of impairment like erratic behavior, paranoia, and profuse, 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 profuse sweating. I think your tongue has corona. I think so. She then asked police to examine her drugs for COVID-19. She consented to a search of her body and vehicle. 
the police found a 14.4 gram bag of meth, a bag of cannabis, and a large amount of paraphernalia for ingesting drugs. A pack, of, a pack of balloons. She was having one of those COVID parties. Yeah. Uh, the woman then consented to a drug test. It was immediately taken into custody and jailed. Newsweek has contacted the Sioux City Police Department. For more information about the arrest, the department has not responded at the time of this publication or at the time I'm reading this. Uh, while the woman's inquiry may seem odd, 20 police departments around the U.S. have published misinformation on Facebook warning people if you have recently purchased meth, it may be contaminated yeah. with the coronavirus. That's right. According to the Washington Post. And that's the true, post too. The Post, can, it's, it's, a, it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> The post continues. Uh, if you are not comfortable going into an office setting, please request any officer and they'll test your meth in the privacy of your own home. Please spread the word. We tell are here for you. Tell all your druggy friends, please. While there's no indication that the city police department ever posted such messages on the social on social media, police departments have called the post satirical. Drug traffickers <laughs> say supply chains providing the chemical agents needed to make methamphetamine have been disrupted by the global pandemic, creating a shortage of the drug in the United States. All right. This story that I'm about to read is probably going to be my favorite of the episode. Headline is Italian mayor. It's also the shortest of the episode. Is it really? I've only got half screen for my pages here. Italian mayor uses drones to scream profanities at residents ignoring lockdown. Not, did you watch the video by any chance? Does it just have a mechanical hand on it doing this? <laughs> I tell you. Get them back in your house. Sir. Everybody go home an hour. Is it not supposed to be out? Uh, <laughs> drones have been used in many parts of the world to help with the current coronavirus outbreak from spraying disinfectant in China to posting drone footage on Twitter of UK citizens flouting the lockdown. Is that the right flouting? Is that how you say that? Yeah, flouting. That'd be flouting. Yeah, flouting. A uh, flouting. A, a mayor in Italy has taken another novel drone-based approach to encouraging Messina residents to stay indoors during the. Oh, I loved. Uh, was that? Were, are they still with Loggins at this point, or is it Loggins and Messina, or is it just Messina? No, at this, this is point? this is Messina residents. It's a, it's a different album. It's a whole different oh, band. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, to stay indoors during the coronavirus crisis, which has affected Italy worse than any other country. Not anymore. We topped them. But they're little bitty. I mean, you could fit like 20 Italys inside the America. And they're, and, they're, and they're shaped like a boot. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever thought that was a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Who said, who said, let's do that. So um, in a video from Euronews. Mayor Catino de Luca can be heard shouting profanities at Italians. Lucha. <laughs> I, I sent you this story. Did you? You didn't watch the video at all. I did not watch the video. It's so funny because <laughs> Italians can't really get mad without being funny to me. Every, yeah, and yeah. he is. He's funny, but he's mad. I would have I, I probably read it and watched the video, but my couch is not going to sit on itself. <laughs> So I had to, I had things to do. Well, uh, here's an example. He said, where the bleep are you going? Go home. But it sounded more like, where would he go when uh, go home? Uh, he tells yeah, two men. Like, sound like Mario. And these the men, the mayor. And these, <laughs> these two guys freak out and take off running as if this drone was going to start shooting at them. 
It might. You need to watch the video. I think your story is shorter than mine was. Is this for real? This is for real, and it kind of blew my mind. Bob Dylan has his first number one song on any Billboard charts. He has so never. It's not, hard to, it's, it's not hard to believe that it's his first one. It's hard to believe that he actually got one. No, for me, well, I'm a big Dylan he's a, fan. He's, he's a writer. He's not a singer. No, he's a singer. I'm sorry. No, he's, he's no, great. He's, he's, he's great. He's really Ask Lori. He's, I, I actually drug her to, to one of the shows. Anyway, he survived punk, disco, a deep dive into religion, the rise of boy bands and electronica, soy bomb, and going electric. Do you remember now soy bomb? Sec- no, not at all. Do you not? Oh, man. It was like the 1990-something uh, MTV Video Music Awards. Bob Dylan. I, I No, I was in a medically induced coma all the 90s, so I didn't have to endure the music from well, Bob, the 90s. Bob Dylan was doing a song. And one of the dancers had snuck on stage and acted like a dancer. He wasn't even supposed to be there. Rips his shirt off, and he's got soy bomb painted on his chest. Oh, okay. I think that's, that's vaguely familiar. And he walks. He kind of dances over to, to Bob right there. I mean, he, he could have put his arm around him. He was so close. That's crazy. Do you mind if I read the rest of the Go ahead. Go ahead. I just had to bring that up. It was pretty funny. Now, 78-year-old Bob Dylan has, again, shown the young kids how it's done, scoring his first. I don't think that's showing us how it's done if you're 78 and you're just not getting a number one. <laughs> well, at 78, getting a number one hits, that's pretty showing impressive. Him, uh, scoring his first number one on any Billboard chart with a 17-minute song, I'm out. Uh, murder Most Foul. As hard as it is to believe, the voice of a generation never had a number one on the Billboard charts under his own name. This time, in the increasingly fractured chart world, his musical examination of the JFK murder tops the rock digital song sales category, selling 10,000 downloads. Dylan has hits. Uh, he has written. Uh, I'm going to try that again. Go ahead. He's had, he has, he's had hits. I don't, I'm not having a, I don't have a stroke. I'm okay. <laughs> he's had hits that uh, he's written rise to number one. His blowing in the wind is taken to number one in 1963 by Peter, Paul, and Mary. And the bird scored uh, the top slot with his Mr. Tambourine Man. See, he's a writer. He's definitely uh, a great writer. Uh, as strange as it seems, such classes as, classics as Like a Rolling Stone and Rainy Day Women, uh, number 12 and 35, were caught short of the fence. That's a new term I've not used. Caught short Starting of the fence, at yeah. number two. On the Billboard Hot 100, Lay Lady Lay hit number seven in 1969. I actually like that song. See, that's the one I don't like. I like all his other songs, but that one. Dylan remains a road warhorse, doing more than 60 dates per year after years of doing more than 100 per year on his never-ending tour. Uh, I like his son, uh, Jacob. Yeah, Jacob's got a great voice, too. Wallflowers were awesome. Yeah, loved them. They were bringing down the horse. I don't know if you knew that. No, 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 no. He actually has a voice where his dad just can write. <laughs> no, his dad in his day. Now I'll tell you, I, I saw no. Bob. Yeah, don't get me started. Don't get me started on Janis Joplin. Oh my! Oh, Lord. I love Janis Joplin too. She's horrible. Oh, she was horrible. I saw Bob a, a number of times, and it's a gamble when you buy a Bob Dylan ticket. No, no, the gambler was Kenny Rogers. <laughs> you don't know if you're going to get a good Bob or a, a Bob that just acts like he doesn't want to be there. So I finally talked to No, I got Lori to go to one of his concerts because uh, the, the Brian Setzer orchestra opened up, and she loves yeah. them. Can we, can we just talk about how large my arm looks in the video you're looking at <laughs> but, right now? Because my arm but is anyway, the persp- uh, Bob was that. terrible that, that night. Not even I could tell what songs he was playing. 
I so, don't like him at all. But the other times I've seen him, he's been fantastic. So, and I don't make apologies for it. I love him. I'm a big, big fan. Like the, but I do like the traveling Wilburys. Yes, part of that. Yes. Yeah. Hey, get to this next story. You're running out of time there. Headline buddy. is: California man punches mother for hiding toilet paper amid lockdown. Uh, the woman told deputies that she hid the toilet paper from her son uh, because he used too much of it at the time when the product is in short supply due to the pandemic. Okay, Los Angeles, Dateline Los Angeles, a California man was arrested this week after allegedly punching his mother, who had apparently hidden the family's stash of toilet paper because of his excessive use of the hot commodity or commodity. <laughs> Do you hear that? Craig, yeah, that's you, funny. You get it? That's funny. It's a uh, commodity. Yeah. I get it. Police were called to the family's home in uh, just north of Los Angeles at 3 a.m. Monday following the dispute over the whereabouts of the hygiene product. Shirley Miller, you know Shirley, Craig. Yeah, Shirley. A yeah. spokeswoman for the Santa Clarita Valley Sheriff Station told the news uh, <laughs> the argument between Adrian <laughs> and, and oh, hey, what's wrong? Hey, I'm what's just wrong. <laughs> The argument between Adrian Yan and his mother escalated, and he punched her in the face. What kind of guy? I don't know. That's wrong. That is impossible. I don't. I don't get it. That's not impossible. Well, it's I guess not. Impossible. He did it. The mother told deputies that she hid the toilet paper from her 26-year-old son, who should have his own house and his own toilet paper by now. Correct. Because he used too much of it at a time when the product was in short supply. Miller said the lockdown imposed across much of the county because of the virus has led to an increase in incidents of family violence. Yeah, there was another uh, family violence. You said family? There was another story uh, this this week about um, people getting tired of each other being locked up together. And I just thought I'm about tired of you. And I'm not even locked up with you. <laughs> I just thought about poor Glenna. That's all, that's all I can think she about. She's about to get enough of me. Yeah, they're all about to get enough of me. Lori will leave every night. She goes drives around for an I, hour or two. I literally, I'm just like a, I'm like a grub that just like crawls off the couch and moves to the kitchen to get something that comes back to the couch. I work. My office is now the living room, and Lori actually has an office. She's got a real office here in the house. It looks nice. Yeah, it looks nice. Yeah, so I she goes that. into her office, uh, and I see her two or three times a day when she walks through to to lunch or whatever. Um, but our hours are different too. Uh, I, I get, I'm usually done by five. Actually, I'm never done, Craig. I'm discovering this job that I have. You're busy. It's twenty four seven. But anyway, Good. we don't get tired of each other. Here's the thing. So, so Glenna is, uh, here comes Lala. Oh, yeah. Uh, your favorite dog. Yes, Lala. I love that dog. It's a good dog. Um, so so uh, she works upstairs, and I work here in the kitchen where we, you know, where I hang out a lot anyway. It's so. Every time I'm over there, you're in the kitchen mm-hmm. or on the couch. I just sit at the table. I like it here with the window. And Yes. You know, am, I, am I ready to go to the next story? Oh, sure. Yeah, go ahead. This is one about you. Man wearing thong underwear <laughs> as mask assaults man who mocked him. What was nice? I forgot we had sound effects. <laughs> yeah, we got sound effects. This comes from Battle Creek, Michigan. A Michigan man was allegedly assaulted after he mocked another man who was using thong underwear as a coronavirus mask. The Battle <laughs> Creek Inquirer reports the bizarre incident occurred in a home on Lakefront Drive in Battle Creek around 7 p.m. on Monday. Now, I don't mean to make light of anything, but I think I'd rather get coronavirus than put a thong on my face. Right. Correct. Yeah. The and if you do that, victim, if you if you put you're asking for for mockery. 
You're asking for it. <laughs> the 57-year-old victim told the suspect it looked like the thongs laying around the victim's house, which upset the suspect. What? Told the suspect. Anyway, a warrant is being sought for the 47-year-old suspect who allegedly returned to the victim's house 45 minutes after the initial confrontation, struck the victim in the side <laughs> of the head, and kicked him in the ribs. Yeah. Officers, were, officers were unable to find the suspect following the incident. There are 43 confirmed cases of COVID-19 in Calhoun County, including one fatality Oh, uh, uh, as of Tuesday, April 7th. Headline is, oh, wait, hang on. I have a, uh, I've got a theme song for this one. You don't even know. I had to turn the page. <laughs> so did Bob Seger. <laughs> yeah, he did. And so did Kevin Cronin, if you, if you think about it. Well, no, he rolled, he rolled with the changes. Well, he said, if you're tired of the same old story, turn the page. I'm tired of his music. No, you're not. I am. I'm tired of one song. I will admit to our couple of listeners, including Alex Hogan, that I am tired of Can't Fight This Feeling. I don't care if I never. As a matter of fact, when that comes on, and it's probably the song that gets played the most, I'll change channels. So you would go as far as to say you can't fight this feeling of not liking Can't Fight This Feeling. I can't stand this feeling any longer. (laughs) I got to change it. I got to change it. Every band's got that song that you just wish would go away. Yes, Lay Lady Lay for Bob Dylan. Some, some, sometimes. I mean, it really, it's got to hit a certain height, though, before you get that way. It sticks. And, 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 and REO back in the late 70s, early 80s, everywhere you turned, you were hearing them. So, yeah. yeah, I got my yeah, feel. Was, sticks has Snow Blind. I don't like that one at all. I'm sure Lover, Lover Boy working for the weekend. I'm no, I sure like that one. Pretty, I like it, but I'm sure people are tired of, you know, think of any of the ones that, um, anything from REO Speedwagon, most people hate. And then if you think of anything from, that's not true. Anything, what are you even anything saying? Of, anything that's in your, your catalog, people pretty much don't want to hear. Um, headline is woman assaulted man with SpaghettiOs. This victim was clobbered in the head with the pasta delicacy. Would you consider uh, SpaghettiOs a pasta delicacy? No, but a guy I used to work with told me though, he, he claimed, he said the secret to SpaghettiOs is to overcook them. Overcook them. Over, he said, if you overcook them, they're good. Huh? All right. I think they're good regular. It's between me and you. Um, I wouldn't turn down a can of SpaghettiOs. I probably would. Uh, I don't know. All right. I, I don't know. I, I'd be willing to want to try them again, but I wouldn't go out of my way. And then you had the ones that had the mac, had the yeah, pasta, little, and then the, the meatballs, the franks in them. The oh. meat, no, they had the little hot dogs. Those are beanie weenies. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. All right. You know what? I, I thought there was. I thought there was a pasta one that had those in it, though. Maybe I'm wrong. You could get the spaghettios with little meatballs at one time. I don't know if you still okay. Maybe that's it. All right. You know where this story comes from. A Florida woman is facing a felony domestic charge after allegedly clobbering a man with a can of SpaghettiOs, a blow that left the victim with a large laceration on his head. Cops say she could have just she could have just fed him SpaghettiOs and that would have been not true either. That that would have been the equivalent of assaulting him with them, assaulting and peppering it. If it's if it's going to be real time, I'm sure. And I'm sure there's a lot of sodium. Yeah. In them, actually, according to an arrest affidavit, the victim told the police that after arriving home from the hospital, Saturday afternoon, he got a verbal argument. He got into a verbal argument with Sade Miranda. 
The victim and Miranda, age 30, were sharing a room at a travel inn motel in Fort Pierce. Sade, that was a, she had several now albums she, back in the 80s. She had great. I love her. She, Sade was amazing. Uh, the affidavit released by police has the victim's name redacted, as well as the details of what prompted the couple's fight. The man told cops that he sought to de-escalate the situation by gathering some of his belongings and stepping outside the room where he had ended up sitting in a lawn chair. Miranda, cops allege, began striking the victim while he was still inside the room. As the man lounged dang. outside. What? What do you say? I said, I said dang. <laughs> As the man lounged did she, outside. Did she just keep, did she just keep hitting him? She over just, and over, like she, she just kept, you gotta, you just gotta keep punching and punching. And why does someone have a can of SpaghettiOs just handy for well, that use? I'll I tell mean, you why, Craig. They're sharing a room at the Travel Inn Motel in Fort Pierce. Oh, that, that does explain the price yeah. of being a sausage too. Sure. I've got a few. Hey, Some, man, I, I can I can stand up right now and come back with and show you a can of Vienna sausages. I know what they look like. <laughs> Miranda was arrested. Have you, ever, have you ever have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen that off brand that they sell like at dollar stores? It's got the kids on the label. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. I don't it's think so. I don't think I have. All right. Anyway, Miranda was arrested <sighs> okay. for aggravated battery, a felony for striking the victim on the head with the can of SpaghettiOs. I didn't know that was illegal. But apparently it is. I don't think there's a law in the books that, spe that specifies SpaghettiOs. In Florida, I went what are you doing? You weren't done with the first story. I did. I did finish the first story. I don't think you did. Florida, or whatever. <laughs> Florida man hangs giant roll of toilet paper in front yard to poke fun at coronavirus panic buying. Yes. Oh. Did you come are, from Collier County? Are you hoarding what? anything, by the way? No, I am. I went and bought a bunch of marshmallows and Rice Krispies, and I'm, I've been making. I don't, I don't. I don't think that's considered hoarding, though. I'm making a lot of Rice Krispie treats. Well, oh, and Hershey bars. I've been eating a bunch of those Hershey eggs, those chocolate eggs. Those no, I didn't so get good. any Easter candy. You don't deserve any. <laughs> My brother, I actually, I did get some. Alan came up and stole some it. licorice. Yeah, he left you me some licorice. licorice. Yes. Tootsie, some, I said licorice Tootsie Rolls. That sounds disgusting. I started to bring that up this morning. I actually went to his virtual uh, Sunday school class this morning and sat in. Uh, That's funny because he never he never comes to your virtual radio show. I know, but you should join me on Facebook next Sunday for his virtual, and we'll just have a good old time dropping comments. I would just. Oh, I should give it out so everybody, all of our listeners, can join. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alex hey, Hogan, I'm sending this? you a link. Carrie Walker. <laughs> hey, you hear Lily? Hey, hey, tell Lily to calm it down. Chill over there, Lil. Hey, you want to hear? You hear the story? Yeah, go ahead. A homeowner in Florida is having some fun with the nation's rush on toilet paper by hanging a giant roll of TP in his front yard. <laughs> The man who put it up in his Collier County neighborhood, Donald Ryan, uh, said he hung the giant roll between two trees in an effort to make his neighbors laugh during a tough time. I think the whole idea is crazy. The toilet, the, to the toilet, the paper phenomena. What? The toilet paper phenomena? The toilet, the paper phenomena. It's, it's a toilet paper. Does your dog need something? Right she now? never barks. This is the strangest thing. <laughs> Lori. And where's Lori to actually, where's Lori to actually help you with this? She she just walked in. She's been in the bedroom on a phone call. <laughs> she's so helpful. Tell her she's so helpful. Craig said you're so helpful. It's not like we're recording a, prof a professional podcast here. 
Yeah. Well, these are these are these are tough times. We're making this up as we go along. This new studio, man. I'm going to file a complaint. It's so noisy. Well, I would too. He said he put the uh, he put it to poke fun at the nationwide nationwide rush to buy as much toilet paper as possible during the Corona pandemic. Everybody loves it. I've got a couple that says we'll trade ammo for toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> sounds kind of crazy. I don't even have toilet paper myself. Ryan said, adding he only has about three rolls left. The display is perhaps the most unusual tree decoration. Sure it is. Doubles. As an advertisement for his craft business, who would wonder? Get it? Who would wonder? Who would? Who would wonder? But it's, it's spelled W-O-O-D. Who yes. would wonder? Regardless, something is usually hanging among the greenery. I've had pulleys in the trees all along because I do Christmas de- decorations. You there, there Halloween. <laughs> you okay, Otis? <laughs> I've just been hitting the sauce. Uh, this is the I best episode ever. up there. And Halloween and Easter and all kinds of things. So I just put it to use, Ryan said. The supply of toilet paper is still extremely limited in stores across the region. Ryan hopes people can find at least some humor in the situation. Of course, it's the most important thing. You got to laugh or you're just going to drive yourself crazy, Ryan said. Sure, you got to laugh. Yeah. Headline is, uh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Student driver. Get that in your brain. It's a student driver runs a stop sign. Student driver. Student mm-hmm. driver runs a stop sign and then fails the roadside sobriety test during a school uh, driving lesson. Did you call it a sobriety? What did you just call that? A sobriety during sobriety. a driving lesson. Of course, this is a, our, our neighbors in the Great White North. Eh? Vancouver. Okay. A student and his instructor had a rather unexpected end to a driving lesson after the driver ran through a stop sign. Uh, before failing a roadside sobriety test. Mounties uh, in British Columbia said they pulled over a driver's Ed vehicle. You know Ed, driver, the driver named Ed? Ed, Driver, it was Driver Ed. I think think R.E.M. even wrote a song that said, Driver Ed, take a break. Yeah, Yeah, take a break now, Driver Ed. Yeah, Yeah. something like that. But anyway, pulled over driver's Ed vehicle uh, February the 2nd after the car went through a stop sign. The 44-year-old male driver failed a roadside sobriety. 44-year-old and he's just now learning to drive? Well, no wonder he's drinking. This poor guy doesn't have a life. That's sad. Well, that was like Bob Dylan took him to 70-something years old to get a number one. (laughs) This may... uh, this may be a funny story, eh? But we're serious about keeping our community safe, eh? Said Corporal Michael McLaughlin. McLaughlin. With the uh, Royal County Mounted Police <laughs> in a news release. McLaughlin. It's McLaughlin. It also head. shows why traffic stops are one of the most unpredictable things, eh? It's a beauty things you could do as a police officer, right? Neither the driving student nor the instructor did their due diligence to be safe on the road, eh? Our officer uh, made sure to deliver immediate consequences. They shot him right there on the spot. What? Yes, they they, they take drunk not, driving. That's not what's happened. They take you drunk. Can't say, you can't, you, you our can't neighbors say to the north take drunk driving very seriously, and they just no, they don't. That guy will never do it again, Craig. You made that up. Not only did the student have his learner's license suspended for ninety days, but he also received a ticket for failing to stop at a stop sign. Uh, the RCMP said that he had a class five learner's license. Huh. Wow. We've only got one class of, of learner's permit here in the in the state, as yeah. far as I know. Pass or fail. All right. I'm going to skip on down uh, the rest of this because we're running a long time for our... Uh, we are really. Hey, 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 hey. Man teaches dog how to drive. That is awesome. Yes. This man headline. Teaching dog, <laughs> man teaching dog how to drive arrested after high-speed chase. This is uh, Los Angeles. 
I gets around. Of the western U.S. state of Washington was arrested following a high-speed chase that left officers dumbfounded after they found the man's pit bull behind the wheel. The incident <laughs> unfolded Sunday afternoon after police received calls about a driver hitting two vehicles in an area south of Seattle and then speeding away. State Trooper Heather Axtman told AFP. America's funniest police officers. What's AFP? AFP. Yeah. She, she she said the emergency services subsequently got multiple calls about a car traveling erratically at more than 100 miles per hour. She said the uh, officers gave chase. They got close to the vehicle. It was a 1996 Buick, and were shocked to see a pit bull in the driver's seat <laughs> and a man steering and pushing the gas pedals from the passenger side. <laughs> he was a mailman, a rural postal carrier. Well, I hope he wasn't a female man. The pursuit ended after police deployed spike strips. It's funny because that was the dog's name. <laughs> anyway, and arrested 51-year-old Alberto Tito Alejandro. 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 Who was, booked, who was booked on multiple felonies, including driving under the influence of drugs. When we took him into custody, he admitted to our troopers that he was trying to teach his dog to drive. I've been a trooper for almost 10 years, and I've had a lot of excuses when I've arrested people or pulled people over. I've never had an excuse that the dog was driving. <laughs> it wasn't me, officer. She said the female pit bull, which was not aggressive towards the arresting officers, had been placed in an animal shelter. She said. That was it. I wasn't even driving and, and just sitting in my car. I, I was hitchhiking. <laughs> he picked me up. The dog picked me up. It's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. Mark Patch, if you don't follow Mark Patch on Facebook, send him a friend request. Don't don't actually follow him. That's actually illegal. No, that's stalking. Yes, we don't do that. Top 10 stupidest things people are doing because of the coronavirus. This is a pretty much coronavirus episode. You ready? That's a fine time to be saying that. We're at the end. Number 10. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Purposely coughing on people and claiming they have the coronavirus. That happened on Live PD last night. I saw it. Crazy. Happened live. Uh, number nine of the top ten stupidest things people are doing because of the coronavirus. Purposely licking products in the store and claiming they have coronavirus. That's, That's pretty stupid. stupid. Anytime. Yeah, That's pretty stupid. Number eight, which probably should be number one, overreacting. Oh, yeah. Uh, number nine. Uh, number nine. I'm going backwards. Number no, nine. Number seven. <laughs> I was singing a Beatles song for a second. Number seven. Uh, top 10 stupidest things people are doing because of the coronavirus, ignoring advice from others. Like stay Number home. Number six, going to the hospital after even a small cough or cold. Yeah, but that, again, that's dumb anytime. Uh, top 10 stupidest things people are doing because of the coronavirus. Uh, virus. Number five, suiting up. Number four, meeting up with others. Uh, number three, buying unprescribed medicine without a doctor's word. Doctor's word? Say, so you can't have that unless you've got a doctor's word. Uh, penicillin. Doctor? Goes, can, can I get this doctor? He goes, word. Number two. Number two. Ready? Of the yeah. top ten stupidest things people are doing because of the coronavirus. Buying loads of disinfecting hand gel. And the number one stu- top ten stupidest this things stupid. people are stupid. doing because of the coronavirus. Buying tons and loads of toilet paper. I agree. That's just stupid. Hey, guess what? I went to see. I went to see mom and dad uh, yesterday. 
Uh, did you stand like at the end of the driveway again? Well, I walked to their backyard. I walked into the gate of their backyard. Lori was with me, and we sat down, and I called them, and they came out, and we talked for an hour or so. <laughs> oh, 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 when Lori's with you, you have to sneak in the back. I see. <laughs> Mom's got us a rum cake, by the way. Ugh. Can't wait for that. Hey, Pops, I'd like to say hi to Pops, by the way. All right, guys. This is the first Hey, I'm going to post some of this on Facebook podcast. so people can see us doing our thing. Oh, great. That's, that's you look great, man. Too. Okay, whatever. See you later. Thanks to Mark Patch for providing the music. Thanks to Kerry Walker. Just for being here. Take it away, Mark Badge. Uh-